Think about your favorite movie. Think about the plot. What happens to the main character when something doesn't go their way? On this episode, I talk about Christmas movies and why I love them so much. One of my favorite Christmas movies is A Christmas Vacation, and my favorite scene is when Clark Griswold finds out that he gets a Jelly of the Month Club subscription instead of his Christmas bonus. What I love most about that scene is his reaction and how surprisingly relatable that reaction is. This episode is about letting go of expectations, letting go of the outcome, and overcoming anxiety that we have. You are tuning in to For Better Self and Net Worth Podcast. This is a podcast where I encourage you to live the life of your dreams by adopting the right mindset, navigating through tough challenges, and respecting your bank account. I interview entrepreneurs and empire builders from across the globe as they share how they have come to live the lives of their dreams and the challenges they had to break through. I also have a few solo episodes where I talk about the lessons learned and navigating in a world full of naysayers, negative mindsets, and money grabbers. I personally believe that attitude is everything, and with the right attitude, you can get the life that you dream of. I'm so glad you're on this journey with me. If you're listening, make sure you have hit the subscribe button, and on Apple, give me some love by leaving a review. Most of all, I hope every episode you hear on here leaves you inspired and on fire to live your best life without breaking the bank. Hey, hey, everyone. After an extended break, a little holiday break, I'm excited to be recording again for basically the last episode ever in 2022. I'm recording this exactly two days after Christmas, and I hope all of you listening are having a terrific holiday season. Whatever you celebrate, I hope that you're somewhere warm, somewhere cozy. I hope that you're not stuck in an airport, but if you are, you're finding joy while listening to this podcast, and I hope you get to be around people that you love and people that love you. I will have to admit in the past and other Christmases past, the holidays just, they make me really anxious. They give me some anxiety. And ever since I was a kid, I made Christmas out to be the biggest day of the year. I still do. It is just a huge milestone. And Christmas is supposed to be happy. It's supposed to be merry. It's supposed to be bright. And everything has to go exactly right. Growing up, I also remember... My Christmas spirit used to basically just shut off, flip a white light switch on Christmas Day. And I believe now that I look back, it was due to the anticipation that led up to Christmas. All of the Christmas parties, the dancing in the Nutcracker, the Christmas pageants, cantatas, many gift exchange parties, all of that happened before Christmas. And after Christmas Day was over, It was almost like back to life, back to reality, except you're in a weird reality in the middle of the week where, okay, what do you have to look forward to? You've got the new year coming up, but you just have this middle of the week. And a lot of people, if they have the work week off, they don't even know what to do with themselves the week between Christmas and New Year's. But something that I have embraced in the past few years is that knowing that Christmas Day 
I remember having this conversation with my mom. Christmas Day is actually not over on December 25th. There's a song, The 12 Days of Christmas. Those 12 days of Christmas don't come before December 25th. Those start the day of December 25th. So traditionally, many people leave their Christmas tree up until January 2nd. And seeing that my Christmas tree didn't go up until November 30th, which is really late for me, I plan on leaving my Christmas tree up till January 2nd. I also want to say that I am fully indulging in Christmas movies. So the from Christmas Day until the day after Christmas, I only watch Christmas programs, only watch Christmas movies. And that doesn't include Hallmark movies. That includes classics, things that I've seen over and over again. That includes Home Alone and Home Alone 1 and 2. I watch that usually right around Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I love eating Chinese food while watching a Christmas story. For those of you who've seen that movie, it's all about a little kid. He has a wild imagination, wild expectations. And what happens is Christmas does not exactly go as planned. And it turns out to be the most memorable Christmas, the best Christmas that he had, that he recalls. And another one of my favorites is Christmas Vacation. And Christmas Vacation, there is a scene that basically foreshadows the outcome of the movie. And you see Clark and his wife, Ellen, they're laying in bed. And Ellen says to Clark, as they're discussing the fact that their family is going to be in a Christmas, she says that Clark, or as she calls Sparky, he tends to build things up in his mind and set standards that nobody could possibly meet. So she's looking out for him. She's like, hey, I know what you do. You tend to build things up in your mind and make them bigger and better than they could ever be. And then you get upset when it doesn't happen. Well, this statement is going to be taken harshly by Clark. And when I was watching this and seeing this scene, I got to thinking that we as human beings do this every single day, not just Christmas. We do this very often. We have these plans and expectations of how things should go, how we should feel. And when things don't go exactly as planned, we feel defeated. Sometimes we get sad. Sometimes we get angry. And just think about it. Every year, this time of year, New Year's, people are thinking about what quote unquote New Year's resolutions they want to set. They want to lose a certain amount of weight. They want to get a certain type of job. This is the year they get promoted. This is the year they get married. This is the year that this, this, and this have to happen. And when it doesn't happen, they get angry. They get upset. They hold grudges. I remember thinking the year So when I look at the years and I look at, oh, you know, some people may think 2022 was not a good year for them. So they're like, okay, now I have high expectations for 2023. 2023, this is on you. You've got to be a better year. Or even in 2020, we were all like, okay, 2020 really sucked. 2021, this is going to be the year that we get out of our houses, that we no longer have to follow certain guidelines. I don't really want to talk about them in detail because I don't want to get censored, but we had these high hopes for 2021 and 2021 ends up looking kind of the same way. So we hold these expectations around the new year's and it depends to be on a certain year. I also thought about this. I hold certain grudges against the year 2015. And this is just an example. 2015 was a year 
where I got laid off of a job that I had for four and a half years. And this was a job that I wanted to build my entire career with. This was my second major job right out of college. And it just, it was a huge milestone for my career. Made a lot of friends, all the people that I worked with, they were like family to me. I got to learn a lot about myself. I got to travel and it was amazing. And then I get laid off, boom, it's gone. I also had a situation where I felt betrayed by a certain group of friends. And these are people I trusted. And I just remember looking at 2015 as a year where I had that hurt and that shock and that resentment. Also look at 2015 as a year that I had to work two jobs after getting laid off of my other job just to pay my bills because I was paying my bills with this job. And then I worked at two other jobs to be able to pay my bills and to keep up with the lifestyle that I was able to afford for myself. At this future that I was planned for myself and expectations I had, they seemed to have been shattered. And I just remember feeling so much in despair and feeling like I had to take a giant step back. And this was also the year that I was pushing 30. And we know that women have all these expectations of ourselves and where we should be by age 30. We've all dealt with it only to realize that most of my close female friends went through the exact same thing around the age 30. We had these expectations. We didn't meet them. And we we therefore felt defeated. So I look back and what I see was a year that was really hard for me. And I just keep using this year as an example. I actually see it now as God, source, you know, whatever you believe in. But God, to me, was removing toxic situations out of my life. He was taking something that I held very dear to me, this job, and he was using this setback to give me new aspirations and to get me out of creating stagnant goals. I remember even around 2020, I remember the years leading up to 2020, I had to kind of do a little humble brags on Facebook about the traveling I was getting to do, about the friends that I had. I had to show people hey, I'm living this amazing life. I'm really funny. I've got all these goals. I'm really cute. And, you know, showing all these great pictures of myself. And it just, I spent way too much time on Facebook. And 2020 was a wake up call for me. While 2020 was a tough year, understandably for most people, it was a huge wake up call for me that I was putting too much emphasis on what was on social media. I even got shadow banned from social media because I started using social media primarily to promote my podcast, to promote my friends' businesses. I had an affiliate deal with one of my friends' boutiques. Facebook found out that I was using the platform to promote things instead of, you know, taking myself, taking pictures of my friends and I at bars or whatever, that since I knew that I was promoting things without paying for advertising, guess what? They shadow banned me. And to this day, when I post something, I still don't have the engagement that I once had on social media. And as an advertising professional, I should have realized this sooner, but people use social media as a way to promote themselves. Now, they may not be promoting a certain business, but they're promoting themselves. They're promoting their lives. They want to show off the trips that they take. They want to show off the money they make. They also want to put themselves in photos of their families. But realistically, if you look back at it, how many photos do you see of them arguing with their spouses? You don't see that. Um, You don't see them bitching and complaining about 
the annoying habits that their spouses have or their kids. They don't post about the things that they dislike about their kids. They don't post pictures of their kids crying and throwing fits. You see check-in statuses of this is on a vacation they're going in. Do many people take selfies of themselves facing an airport delay after sleeping in an airport? I know I've had situations where I would sleep in the airport and get so frustrated about the delays. I'm not going to post about that. Or sports fanatics. They talk about how great their team is. They post a picture of the win. But how many sports fanatics do you know are going to post a picture or a status about their team losing? Like, okay, my team lost today. You just don't see that. So when you're looking at social media, you're looking at someone's highlight reel. And a lot of times when we look at social media, we start to build expectations around what our life needs to look like due to what we're seeing on social media. So something that would be a way, just saying life hack for you guys, is if you find yourself posting a lot on social media or spending a lot of time on there, delete the app from your phone. That's what I do. I'll check it on my MacBook every now and then if I'm on social media, but delete the app from your phone so you're not tempted to scroll. I know a lot of times I use Instagram to promote the show and to engage with other listeners, but... I'll be honest, I've been really bad about posting on social media, posting on Instagram, updating you guys, but it's for a good reason. It's because I've just been out living my life. My whole month of December, spending one of my favorite seasons of the year, started off with some California sunshine. Then I got to see all the Christmas lights display in Nashville, got to go out, make new friends. I've been, you know, Staying a lot in my house, focusing on school and work, keeping myself in, not going out as much. So after I graduated with my um, UAC certification degree, I used the time that I had to spend time with my friends in December. And, you know, we took some photos and my friends posted about it. But as much as I wanted to, I decided not to post about it because I have these photos for me. And I got to live in the moment. I got to really enjoy what was in front of me instead of worrying about creating the perfect post. Now, I'll also be honest with you. I talked about how frustrated, or not frustrated, but how I've kind of cut back on social media. There is a part of me that's looking at myself saying, okay, I really need to be better about having weekly episodes, even though, you know, I let everybody know that it was going to be a bi-weekly rotation for the rest of the year, oh, I need to be better about doing weekly episodes. I need to put more time investing into the podcast. I need to be promoting the podcast more. I was really hard on myself. And when I was looking at the Spotify wrapped, I was actually dreading it. I was like, man, I don't know if I had this much growth this year. Well, guess what? I look at the Spotify wrapped. My podcast audience still grew 28%. I'm hitting around 8,700 listeners. And I'm still getting a lot of notifications, a lot of friends. I see people around the holidays, my family. They're talking about how much they like listening to the show. So I know the show is still doing well, despite the fact that I'm critiquing myself for not recording as much. But, you know, being a one-woman show and doing this every week, doing the editing, doing everything myself and getting the interviews, booking the schedule that while working a full-time job, it it hasn't been easy. So I'm going to give myself props for hitting the 8,700 listeners. 
you know, without being that overnight TikTok sensation or seeing my podcast grow as quickly as I've seen others. You know, I, I'm comparing myself to New York Times bestselling authors, prominent political figures, former actresses, and I can't be doing that. I've really got to focus, be in the moment, be in the present on you guys and the fact that you guys, and I'm so grateful, are spending time with me once every other week to listen to my thoughts and listen to me ramble and also give an ear to my friends that are on the show talking about their business ventures. And I just hope you feel inspired to do whatever it is that you want to do with your life and go for the dreams that you have. So I mentioned again, I mentioned earlier that the holidays, they used to make me anxious because of the expectations that I built up around them and being able to relate to Clark Griswold and Ralphie from A Christmas Story based on the expectations they have around certain situations and the outcomes that they get. But just a few years ago, I remember something as simple as it being too warm outside. It's like, man, it's too hot outside to feel like Christmas. What is this? I remember that getting into my head. Or this year, I was praying to be able to make a five-hour drive to my parents' house. Thankfully, I made it safe. We were somewhere warm. And I got to see my whole family, some of which I hadn't seen in three years. And I got to spend time with my nephews. They seemed to know who I was, so that was cool. Hadn't seen them since before the pandemic. But what I really did differently this year was remind myself to live in the moment, to not be anxious. You know, Christmas is always a time of year where I would think about, okay, well, not only did I buy the right gift, how is everybody else around me feeling? Are they in good spirits? Are they grieving? Oftentimes think about, okay, Christmas is a sad time of year. What about the people that don't have families to spend Christmas with? What about people that, you know, can't afford to buy presents for their children or people this year that are spending Christmas in the cold? Those things used to creep in my head. It was like, I was not allowing myself to enjoy a happy time of the year. I was kind of self-sabotaging. And yes, it is good to be concerned about people who are less fortunate than you or people that are grieving in Christmas. You, it, We have that compassion. It's great to be compassionate about that. But the compassion doesn't have to get in the way of you being grateful for what's going right in your life. Something else as an Enneagram 3 I tend to focus heavily on achievement. So I'm here, I'm talking about how many listeners I have, what major milestones occurred, and what I have to show for in the year. And I have to realize to focus on the trees that are in the forest. Look at the individual tree. See the forest for the trees, not just looking at the big picture overall. Most people, sometimes we look at the big picture overall, we're just spinning out the stats. I've got to think about each individual listener that I engage with what they enjoyed listening to and the fact that there are people that I don't even know that I've never met that are taking time to listen to me talk about my insights, what I've learned, and just spending time with me throughout the year. So something to do is instead of looking at the overall outcome, if you're going to look back on the year 2022, think about the little moments, record that. If something made you laugh really hard, put that in the notes in your phone, take pictures. Now you don't have to focus them on or post them on social media. You don't even need to put a social media post into it, but I've learned to take lots and lots of photos. When I travel, I take lots and lots of photos and I have them for myself to look back when I'm bored. If I'm sitting in a doctor's office or, you know, if I'm waiting for something, I can just 
scroll through these pictures and like, man, I had one hell of a year. Look at this. We're having so much fun. Oh, look at all the places I got to see this year. I got to live in the present by not posting on social media. And instead of fretting on pressure that you put on yourself, which a lot of people put on themselves in the holidays, they're like, oh, this is what I don't have. People say, I don't have a significant other or I don't have kids and blah, blah, blah. Well, just like that, you can look at the things that you do have. You have things, people to spend Christmas with. You have a way to get to them. You have days off out of work. Just like Clark was fault, I have been guilty of having these expectations. I told myself, the beginning of this year that I could juggle a new job, a podcast and school at the same time. And I had to take a step back on both. But even though I didn't get, you know, a weekly rotation for my podcast and it was harder to get interviews, I got a degree. I also got a really cool new job. And as you can possibly guess, this things keep coming up and I've really had to live in the present and give myself grace of letting myself relax. That Enneagram 3 in me is like, what have you achieved today? What have you achieved today? What have you achieved today? I've learned to see that relaxing and putting time to myself and getting to just watch a movie. You know what? That's an achievement of its own. It's something that I got to do. I am thankful to be able to have the Wi-Fi and the streaming service and the time, the bed, the comfortable couch I worked hard to have to sit on my butt and watch a TV show or this week get to watch Christmas movies that I've seen over and over again because you know what? I get to enjoy it. I get to give that energy back to myself. So what I, my point in all this is to encourage you to let yourself be present, live in the moment. If you're like me, one of my strengths finders is looking towards the future. I'm always thinking about the future. I'm always thinking about the latest technology, what we're going to be doing in the future. But instead of that, I need to be living in the present. I need to be grateful for what I have now, how far I've come since 2015 or even 2020. Maybe what I want to, so this time of year, I think wakes us up in a lot of people. The year 2022, we think about okay, what do I want to accomplish in the year 2023? Instead of that, I'm like, what do I want to accomplish in this week? I felt a little pang of discouragement. I had a guest I was supposed to interview. They pushed the interview back to February and I was like, oh man, they pushed it back to February. What am I going to do now? Well, guess what? I've got a lot of things to say, so I'm still going to continue with the show. I Again, I let myself kind of sit with the disappointment, but I also said, okay, you know what? I still have the computer. This computer, I know you guys followed this story, had a little setback. It had a faulty issue that, you know, my insurance didn't cover. And I had to wait and wait and wait for this part that my computer needed to come in. It was supposed to be ready in two weeks. That two weeks turned into six weeks. Six weeks turned into eight weeks. I finally got it back. Now I'm grateful to be able to have this computer to record on and edit the podcast with. And what I've realized is let go, let go of what I cannot, may not be able to control what happens, but I can control myself in this situation. What I have in mind is I want to get in the habit of allowing myself to be more present, allowing myself to be for, grateful for what I do have and what I can do. That also helps me alleviate any anxiety that I have. That's the reason I was able to really, truly enjoy the holiday season without 
letting other things creep into my mind. It's just by living in the present, living in the moment, enjoying every single bite of the delicious peanut butter cookie that I have, just embracing and tasting every sip of apple cider that I have, just sitting in the moment, feeling the warmth of the fire, being that present with my mom and my dad and my brothers, sister-in-laws and my nephews, enjoying that, petting all five of the dogs that were in our house, just how joy and observing how happy these dogs were just to be around their favorite humans. They somehow probably knew it was Christmas by the excitement that they exemplified throughout the house. So just being able to observe that, live in the moment. I have, I could easily be really frustrated and distracted with my cat Khaleesi playing with her ball as I record this. But guess what? It may be in the background. It may not be. I might find a way to edit her out. You may be able to hear, you might not. But guess what? I can still record. You know, if you hear a little ball jingling in the background, it is what it is. And what I have in mind for the future and the way that I was able to have this shift is kind of an achievement in itself. It's just a result of a lot of the work that I've done. I've done a lot of work in the emotional, spiritual, a lot of the journaling, being able to learn more about myself. But I do want to say something about the change of mindset was also with a book that I read and this was me on my way to California for a business trip. My flight got delayed and I was just like, man, this really sucks. My flight's delayed. What can I do? Well, I go into the airport bookstore and I see this bright yellow book written by Kate Petru and Nina Purewall and it's called Let That Shit Go. And, you know, honestly, other than the delay, I really didn't have anything to let go of in the moment. I couldn't think of anything that I was really needing to let go. I was, you know, leaving a rainy, dreary Tennessee to go into sunny California. And then I also read a book called The Power of Now and Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Excuse my language, but that's the name of the book. I read those books and I thought that was maybe along the same context of this book, Let That Shit Go. And I was like, I don't really need to read that. But something about that book just kept calling to me. And this book is written in a format of all these short stories about what they've dealt with in their life and how they were able to let it go, how they were able to find inner peace, how they were able to find forgiveness. Uh, One of the authors left the corporate ladder because she wanted to promote mindfulness in other workplaces. It was just such an inspiring read. And it was just a perfect way to start off the holiday season because sometimes Christmas, when it's a pressure to be merry and to be bright, we do tend to hold on to things that we shouldn't be holding on to. So reading that book was definitely a inhibitor of me embracing a more positive mindset and living in the moment. And so if you haven't read the book, let that shit go. You might want to read that. You might want to pick it up. You get it on Amazon, get it Audible, Airport, whatever. I think it would make a great bathtub book. But if you haven't read that, highly recommend that. That's something that might be a great way to exit out of 2022 or start a new year or, you know, forget about a new year. If you're listening to this podcast and want to start a new season in your life and under shift, you don't have to have a certain timeline. You could be listening to this in July of 2023 or 2024. You know what? If you're ready to embrace a new mindset, I highly recommend this book and also highly recommend that you keep listening because I'm going to circle back to the subject of expectations. So what do you have or want right now? 
What do you want to manifest in the next coming weeks, the next year, the next few days? How did you feel about the last few days? Maybe if you're looking at the context of the year, you may be wanting to recall something awful that happened. Maybe you broke up with something, someone in 2022 is the year that you broke up with someone. Maybe you got laid off of a job and you're going to be like, oh, 2022, that was the year I lost my job. Or maybe, you know, you wanted to buy a house and the housing market went crazy and, you know, somebody that made cash offer twice as much as you did got the house instead. You know, something just major setback happened. Do you really want to look at this error that we're speaking of as a time of a setback? Or do you want to look at it as redirection? Do you want to look at it as a hurdle that made you stronger, made you faster? Do you want to look at it as a season of transformation? It's time for you to give yourself credit. You know that you have been doing the growth and the healing work. You know that you've been doing the learning throughout the year. Think about instead of maybe what you achieved, what have you learned? What is something new that you tried this year? You know what? If you haven't, go ahead and try something new. What is something that you would like to try? What is something that you would like to do? Just think about ways that you could be more in the present, that you could be more in a situation where you're observing the things that you're grateful for. I could be talking to you guys now about, well, how I'm about to lose my voice, or I can record anyway and be grateful that I'm in a cozy house sitting behind the computer with internet that seems to be working well to bring this message to you guys. So just remember, if you're looking at your next few days, next year, next month, looking at it as a path, you're going to come across some hurdles that you have to jump over or some detours to get around. And you know what? You're still going to be able to enjoy the view. If you're going on a hike, it's all about what you see along the hike. You may get to the top of the mountain. That's going to be the fun part. That may be the part that you take a picture of and show all your friends on Facebook. But think about the things that you see along the way. Maybe you saw a snake from a distance and you got around it. And you just remember that, you know, jolt of fear, and then the triumph of not seeing one or getting around it and maybe getting away from it. Or maybe along the way you saw this beautiful waterfall or you saw a turtle. Or if you're hiking with a friend, you think about the conversations that you had along the way. Just think about that in life. Remember to enjoy every single little moment that you have. Just record that. And it's something too, if you're struggling with living in the present or being grateful, Make sure you write that down. Type it in your phone. Type something that made you laugh today. Type a delicious meal that you had. I discovered today that I really like liquid IV. It's a supplement that you put in your drink and it's got more electrolytes and Gatorade. It's a good way for me to start my morning because I can start my morning hydrated. Of course, I'm still going to be continuing to drink water, but I can start my morning hydrating before I dehydrate with my morning coffee. So just something that happened this this day, this moment, this hour that you liked. If you're listening around the time that this is being recorded and you're lucky to be off, make sure you have a day in this week to do something for yourself. So tomorrow, for example, I have someone coming to clean my house for me. Now I did organize, clean, do the laundry, do dishes, all those things. Thank you very much. But 
it's going to be helpful to have somebody clean my space so I can start this week, this new time period, if you will, this new year with a clean space. And that's something, one less thing I have to worry about is cleaning my house thoroughly. So somebody's coming to clean my house and I'm going to be sitting in a coffee shop working on my portfolio. Well, there's also something I'm really nervous about that's happening tomorrow. So I have a veterinarian appointment with both of my cats. One of my cats is getting a vaccine and my other cat is getting his teeth looked at. He's showing some dental issues. And anytime I take my cats to the veterinarian, I always have, you know, sad memories because there's, this has happened three different times for me where I've had, you know, my childhood cat, Emmy, and then I've had two cats recently be diagnosed with terminal illnesses. And so every time I go to a veterinarian's office or see a veterinarian, I get that pang of sadness. But the last time I took both my cats to the veterinarian, they were both healthy. They were getting their vaccines and my veterinarian was congratulating me on two beautiful, well-behaved cats. So it could go either way. So even though I'm feeling really anxious about it, and by the way, send me good energy and prayers for Sirius Jack. I hope his teeth are doing well. And also for Khaleesi, she's getting vaccinated. So, you know, both are pretty big deal. But send good energy there. But I know whatever the outcome is, I'm going to feel better once I know what's going on with Sirius's teeth. And I'm also going to be happy to see the veterinarian and the vet assistant because they're both my friends and they're both really fun to be around. And they're just both all in all great people. So I'm going to break my own rule now. I said last year that I don't set resolutions because I always break them. And resolutions are about setting expectations. And I don't meet those expectations. I'm going to be hard on myself. But guess what? I'm going to break my own rules for a minute and set a resolution. That resolution is being more intentional and showing up more for the podcast. I'm going back to a weekly schedule starting January. I'm most likely going to take one week off a month. I may even take a vacation. If I take a vacation, I'm going to let you guys know in advance, but may even chop it up into seasons like my friends do, but I'm going to be very intentional about this podcast. And I want to see where this podcast continues to grow in. My life coach says that she feels like there might be a name change. I haven't planned on it, but there's going to be maybe some changes. I'm going to, you know, amp up the intro, going to have, you know, just continue to book more epic guests to come on the show and talk about what they've learned, some of the recent hurdles that they've had to go through and what they've had to do to get to where they're at. I mean, I, I, I've got some expectations for it, but they're not expectations that I cannot meet. And also just throwing that out there. If you would like to be on a podcast, if you've got a business venture, if you've got a life event, if you're running for office, you're starting your podcast, whatever it is, you want to talk about how you got to there. Let me know. My email is Ella Konomic, E-L-L-A-C-O-N-O-M-I-C at gmail.com. Let me know. And I'd love to have you on the show. And for those of you who are continuing to listen and continuing to be on this journey with me, I wish you so much love, light, and hope for whatever season you're listening in and seasons on after that. And I hope that you'll find a time to stop, be present, and find gratitude in whatever situation that you're in. Even if it's just listening to this podcast, just be grateful for the Wi-Fi and the device that you're listening on. So again, thank you guys so much. And if you want to get me a late Christmas gift, I wear size five star review on Spotify or Apple podcast. 
Anyways, love you all and have an amazing week. You are listening to For Better Self and Net Worth. In this community, we think you'll find your self-worth comes before your net worth and everything else. We also think you were designed to go after the life you want by ditching societal norms, knowing exactly who you are as an individual and going after your unique purpose here on this earth. Every week, Ella interviews an entrepreneur that designed the life they wanted among the challenges, naysayers, and leaving outside their comfort zone. Or you're going to hear straight from Ella, where she talks about the important lessons she's learned in life and how she's achieved the overall happiness she has. This is Ella, the host for Better Self and Net Worth. Based out of Nashville, Tennessee, she makes every single day an adventure. You'll always find her right here behind the microphone, sharing all her thoughts with all of you. And we appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode.